It's Wednesday, it's hump day, and Matt and Lara (laughs) have decided to drive you home. How are you, Lara? I'm fantastic. Three weeks in a row. Is it going to be permanent? Is it going to be permanent? Look, if you're lucky. Let's be honest. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Hey, we've got a great show for everyone today. We've got an interview today, our first interview we've done together. That's exciting. I know. Who have we got? We have Madison Daniel. She's a singer, songwriter, and an amazing actress. So she's coming up around 5 o'clock after the news, so definitely tune in then. Yep, she's got a brand new Tuna Mornay out, and we're going to be playing that as well, so stick around for the song as well. And we're going to be talking about other random things as well. Uh, KFC... We've got maybe some celebrity birthdays, depending if Lara wants to do that or not. She doesn't really... Yeah, I'm not really fast with the celebrity <laughs> birthdays at the moment. Yeah, we're going to be talking about some fast food, TikTok, a lot of things going on. It's, it's going to be a good show. I'm excited for it. And definitely, you know, people who ride around, you know, stadiums with um, poles between, their, between legs. their legs. We'll, uh, we'll explain that a little bit <laughs> we'll further We'll explain on. that later. But right now, it's Tiesto on 98.7, Audible Paper. The Business, Tiesto 98.7, Art of PFM, Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. Now, we kind of mentioned something a bit weird before, just before the song. Yeah, poles, but actually I meant sticks. Sticks. <laughs> sticks between the legs, sticks not, between the legs. not and, Polish people. And nothing sexual. No. It's, it's well, hobby horsing. Yeah. Now, if you're not aware what hobby horsing is, it's a very strange event that started in Finland. Finland. Yeah. 10,000 athletes participate in events across the country. Now, here's a question. Can you really even call them athletes? That's. I mean, question. it's quite a full-on fitness level you'd have to have. They're prancing around the place, okay. doing dressage. So for the people out there that don't know, it's basically people running around with a hobby horse or a fake, <laughs> I didn't know the term, basically a horse head on a stick. And they run around and they gallivant and they and do jumps. And people take it really seriously. Do they do like the dress art? Is oh, dress yes, art? yes, they, yes. They prancing around prancing. and they plait the um, the hobby horse's hair. And, <laughs> it's a hard thing um, to say. <laughs> yeah, so, but I just feel like with something like this, it takes away that bond with your horse. As a rider myself, the whole part of riding is that connection with your mm. horse and being able to explore things and feel things together. Are you telling me you wouldn't have a connection to a horse head on a stick? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I mean, I really like no. sticks. I mean, it would be really affordable. You just chuck it in the back oh, yeah. of your car instead of having a float for your horse. That's right. You, know, you could so sleep easy. with it. You could yes. sleep with it. You can't sleep with a real horse. No, you can't. Now, you might I, be crumpled. There is a show on Netflix that I've I, I've seen one episode of, and I was. Do you ever watch Gogglebox by any chance? No. So I don't. I don't really watch that much commercial TV, but I watch Gogglebox, and they watch shows, and I kind of get the gist of it. So I've seen two episodes. One is uh, Cheese Wheel Chasing, where they run down a hill and try and chase a wheel of cheese. Oh my and gosh. people get very injured. And the last one I saw was frog hopping. And oh my that's goodness. in the south of America and you get a frog and you, it's got to jump three times and whoever jumps the furthest is the champion. And again, it's a very much like a niche. It's a very, very niche thing bizarre. like the hobby horse. And they get really into it and there's like families that have generational influences on these people that it's like they do it for like 30 years and it's like, I've been the 13-time champion at horse hopping. No, what is it? Frog hopping. What is this accent you're putting on? That, that was my southern accent. That was horrible. <laughs> so from, I like Donald Trump. I like him. Um, but yeah, it's a very unique sport. Would you, would you give it a crack? Would you do a bit of horse hobbying? I mean, I'm totally open-minded. My imagination yeah. goes wild. So I would try it out for sure. And yeah. I'd love to see other people try it out. Because my whole thing is like, 
it's just you just look so embarrassing doing it you know what i mean yeah but i think for people as well who have limited mobility and things like that that might be an easier thing than actually riding a horse see you're a lot more caring than me yeah i am i'm like you know you look like a damn <laughs> fool get off that stick that's what i would say <laughs> Well, let's give it a crack. And if you're at home and you want to just have a little bit of a laugh to yourself, just maybe Google some hobby horse, horse hobbying. Hobby horsing? Hobby horse. One of those two. You know what I'm saying. It's the one and only Double G. FM. 98.7 RPFM, Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. Now, Lara, what did you get up to on the weekend? Anything fun, anything exciting? I saw the movie Little Things with Denzel Washington and Rami Malek. So it's basically about a serial killer terrorizing Los Angeles. Mm. And my friend actually scored a Comedy? part in it. No, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, my friend Tiffany from LA actually scored the part of the dead body. Ah, oh, uh, okay. So she did really well. So good work work tiffany yeah. um, hopefully but, no method acting on that one yes definitely yeah. not but i know that denzel is a method actor so yeah now was she in the scene with denzel she was that's exciting i know but denzel. he is a method actor so he stayed in character okay um but she really loves him as well so it was hard to keep now a dead body yeah a dead body she played a dead body yes uh you're an actress yeah. Or an actor. I don't, what's the, I don't know what to say anymore. Just say actor. Just, you, you act. Uh, have you ever played a dead body before? I have. You have? In um, Dr. Blake Murder Mysteries on the ABC. So basically what they did is they put me in this... I was a nurse mm. and I got killed and they kind of did all this... Um, you know, like cutting and beautiful well, how, makeup how did you work. Die? How did you die? Um, someone came up behind me and stabbed me in the stomach. So the, wow. the makeup artist did really well and made this beautiful, horrible um, thing on my stomach. But yeah. um, what was really hard was actually staying in the positions and and being twisted mm. in my different body shapes on the okay. floor yeah and it was a really cold day as well so my whole body was stuck to the floor yeah. and every time I needed to be like I need a hot chocolate or I need a, a toilet break that literally had to lift me off the floor because really? I was just stuck to it wow now was it difficult to play a dead body like I'm guessing that would be difficult then it's hard because um obviously <laughs> you've just got to hold your breath I was doing a morgue scene okay. and um they were really focused on me and people had to cry around me and oh, I just geez. had to try not Try not blink. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, you see some movies, and especially I think it would be hard for kids, but if there's an emotional scene where it's like, wake up, you know, when someone's died in a movie and they're like, mm. wake up, Lara, wake up, and you're meant to be dead, I can imagine that would be quite, it would be quite it's difficult. It's really especially hard. Especially with the eyes. Oh, definitely. And in Saddle Club as well, I had a concussion mm. and I had to pretend, you, you know, that I was just in the bed with a yeah. concussion and everyone's crying over me too. So I've had to be concussed or dead quite a lot. Yeah, that's, you're in the wars. Yeah, that's and a, what did you do on the weekend? Well, I, I actually uh, had my first little experience with TikTok. Oh. Yeah, I don't really know much about TikTok because I'm old, but I'll tell you about that next because I went to a brewery and, uh, yeah, now I'm a TikTok star. Well, sort of. I'll tell you more about that next. Yeah, let's hear more. Now, we also remember this song from Buffy or Charmed. No, it's charmed. charmed. You corrected me. You're welcome. 98.7. On our double PFM. 98.7 Audible PFM. Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. Now, Lara, on the weekend, I got together with a random group of people, people that don't really know each other super well, which is always a little bit awkward. But you know what helps that? Alcohol. We went to a brewery <laughs> and we had a little bit of a drinky poos and it was it was a good time. And I started talking to one of these, uh, a friend from school, an old friend from school. She's quite an attractive lady. And as I was talking to her, she got distracted and she turned her back to me, right? 
rejection <laughs> so i'm just like talking and i was a, i'm a bit of a smart ass as you may be aware so i just keep i just continued to keep talking to her right so i'm like yeah anyway so i went to the shops that day picked up a loaf of bread it was great and my friend got his phone out and started recording me and i knew he was doing it so i was like really hamming it up now i don't know anything about tiktok at all i don't really know how it works i'm too old for that i'm like an old man but he put it on TikTok, right? And he put, when your mate thinks he's doing really well with the ladies, when really he's just too drunk to know what's going on. I wasn't that drunk at the stage. I knew <laughs> what was going on. But I was fake talking. And uh, so he put it on TikTok. And within like a couple of hours, it had like 21,000 views. Now, I've put a couple wow. of videos. Yeah, I've put a couple of videos on YouTube. And one of them went kind of okay. And it's a weird one. It was my foot flinching. I put my foot flinching on YouTube. And it got, it's got like Is 100. something wrong with you that we don't know about? <laughs> Well, see, I've Googled cramps and flinches before. So I'm like, well, if I chuck my foot on that flinching, maybe I'll get some views. I've got, it's got like 150,000 views. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's crazy. But That's almost, really good. I know. It's really bizarre. You probably recognize my foot. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. that foot. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, But the weird thing about YouTube and all that, I've put other videos on there and they've got like, you know, five views, 40 views. But for some reason, this, this TikTok, and I don't know anything about TikTok. You said you've had a bit of a scroll through before. Are they short videos or? Very short, yeah. Okay. So that's probably why the numbers are so high because people just watch a six second oh, they video just and... flick through they just flick through oh yeah um, and it's just like watching tv but just little snippets gotcha gotcha because um yeah i was i was impressed by the numbers and people were commenting like oh i feel sorry for him poor bloke you know <laughs> and i'm like dude and i i'm pretty good at fake talking as well because in the video someone's like oh yeah he's clearly talking to someone else off the camera that you just can't see now, uh, I am excited about being a, a TikTok star. And like I said, if you want to get an autograph with my foot. We, yeah, look, we we'll have that. to set that up after this. You've had some experiences, though, with YouTube. You, you mean TikTok? Yeah. No, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, you've got a video that's got like 250,000 views, don't you? Which, which video is Isn't this? it you reacting to the Saddle Club? Oh, you know, my my BuzzFeed interview. Yeah, yes, BuzzFeed. yes. Um, that was a great day, actually. I was promoting Krispy Kreme Donuts. Mm -hmm. um, I was their brand ambassador. Yep. And, um, yeah, we, we went around a couple of different interview stations mm. and BuzzFeed, it was great. They were so funny, but I'm like you. I'm an old lady. So <laughs> I was trying to tap the different TV um snippets yeah. of the saddle club yeah and i kept on playing two at once and so okay. they had to keep on coming over <laughs> and helping me out and i was just like i am so sorry yeah, exactly <laughs> but it was so much fun and i got to eat donuts all day so i mean everything's coming up millhouse in that yeah in definitely that situation. well we, we should both get tiktok and try not to be so old what do you reckon i know let's not be old together we'll give it a crack right now it's rufus on 98.7 out of pfm Even the tyres, Rufus, 98.7. It's a nice chilled tune, that one. Nice chilled, I like I know. it. it, it it's the kind of going with the weather. It's a bit dark out there today. It is a bit gloomy. Yeah. Hey, uh, coming up just after five, we've got our interview with Maddie Daniels, uh, music extraordinaire and friend of Lara as well. I know. It's going to be good. I'm it was gonna great. So <laughs> stick around for that one. Now, uh, Lara, and I, uh, Lara and I have talked about working out on the show before, and we've discovered something in Japan. Uh, which is not good for people that want to be fit. It's uh, an all-you-can-eat KFC. Now, when I first saw this, I'm like, I know the heavens opened up. I mean, <laughs> can you? I kind of want to go to Japan just for the all-you-can-eat KFC. But all you'd have a slow death. Let's be honest. It would be so bad. I mean, if that was around. So, what's the deal? You've got you've got yeah, some stats there for so the deal. So definitely, like, there's 50 different items on the menu. 
Yeah. And it's all for free. So you can basically go in there, you get a ticket, um, you come at a certain time and for just sixteen forty five, you can upgrade and have all you can drink. I mean, you, you can't get that these days anywhere. <laughs> I mean, for a salad even, you no. can't get sixteen forty five. No. Um, so it lasts about 80 minutes and it's all you can drink, soft drink in that time as well. But I just wonder, where does all this food at the end of the day go like what what's with the wastage i don't know i don't know, you know do, do people take it home or does it go yeah. somewhere to some charity i mean let's be honest there's probably not that much wastage i mean, can't <laughs> say, I mean <laughs> all you can eat probably, you people can are eat. probably stuffing it in their handbags let's be honest let's hoard it yeah i don't know i hopefully it goes somewhere good i feel like the, the japanese there you've been there before yeah they're very precise and i reckon mm. they know exactly roughly how much to cook to so it doesn't go to waste yeah so i've heard that it's a big thing in japan where where they order KFC on on Christmas, and it's a big thing where you order it a couple of months out. Oh my god! Yeah, and they get KFC on their Christmas, and they're all excited about getting KFC. And it's like, really? That's <laughs> like something you get after you've had a couple of drinks. Yeah, like no, a, I love my Christmas ham and love my turkey yeah. and everything. I'm not having KFC. No, it's a weird one. Uh, and do you have a? Would you have a go-to item? Do you have a go-to item when you go to KFC? Hmm, it would be the crispy strips. Me you know, too. it's got that beautiful breaded around it, and oh, it's beautiful. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm kind of salivating. I think we should go to KFC after the show. What do you reckon? Yeah, now I'm getting a little hungry. Yeah, except it's going to cost us a fortune. Damn it! You're at 98.7, <laughs> Matt and Laura. 98.7 Audible PFM there. Oh, so cute. Bit of pink, an honorary Aussie with who? Who was that other little girl at the end there? Oh. Her daughter. Uh, Isn't that beautiful that uh, she sings with her? They did another one as well. Um, you know that movie with Hugh Jackman, uh, The the Circus? Oh, the, yeah. What was it yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Greatest Showman. Yes, and there yeah. was a song in there where they sang together as mm. well. And she named her other son, uh, I think, son after the Jameson, after Jameson after the whiskey. Oh, I'm not sure. But I'm like, how cool is that? That's a really cool name. I though. know. Got my son here, Jim Beam. This is Jack Daniels. <laughs> All right, so we've decided to do a little bit of a, a game, a quiz. Are I've you got, ready for it? I think I am. So basically, this is going to be you and I going back and forth. We're going to do the best out of three, see how this goes. It might go mm. too long. We might have to cut it. Who knows? Uh, we're going to go back and forth uh, with m movies based on genres or subjects. Is that basically yes. the gist of things? Uh, and whoever can't think of one uh, loses. Loses. We'll, so we'll get a tally going over here. Okay, we'll do a tally and we'll see how this goes. Look, if it's terrible, we won't do it again. If it's good, eh, we'll do it again. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. All right, so what's the first subject we've got? All right, movies about gangsters. So movies about gangsters. Godfather. Uh, Goodfellas. Scarface. Uh, can I do Godfather 2? Is that allowed? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Gangs of New York. Damn, you put me under pressure. Oh, uh, Weekend at Bernie's. That's not about gangsters. It's <laughs> <laughs> about a dead guy. I thought that there was a gangster. You know how they go uh, to I hit him? I'm going to have to go boom, boom. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, mate, I you. mean, this is, actually, now that you say that, there's a small chance you're right. I'm, I thought it was about I actually think I'm right because I think the gangster comes over. He keeps on trying to kill Bernie. But he's already dead, and, isn't he? Yes, but he's already dead. But because the guys, <laughs> the two young guys make him look like he's alive. real yeah. and that he's alive, he keeps on coming back over the river to save him. And now, imagine how hard it was for that actor to play the dead guy <laughs> the whole movie. And they all jump on him. They okay. push him around. All right, all right, I'm going to give you the point on that one. All right. Tentative point. Look, we'll, we'll, do, we'll go to the judges. I think I'm right. We'll go to the judges during the next song and find out if that's correct or not. All right. So we'll give you that one. You'll give you that one. Go. Okay. Movies in black and white. Uh, gone with the wind. 
Uh, let's go with the artist. Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's not a black one, is it? Uh, let's go duck soup. You can just do any old movie. This could go forever. Uh, that Christmas movie, um, White Christmas. Okay. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, damn it. My mom's going to kill me. Uh, damn my... Uh, oh, the, the, the one where it's like, meet me in St. Louis. Meet me in St. Louis. You want to play on? Yeah, just okay. one more. Uh, let's go with, uh, could I do The Wizard of Oz? Because technically the first little All bit. All right, yes. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to give you this okay. one. Yeah. All right. My mind is going blank. Yeah. Okay, movies that take place in space. Space Jam. <sighs> yes, you have to give me that one. The little cartoon people live in space. Okay. Uh, let's do Gravity. Okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's a good one. Star Wars. Oh, can I do Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, you can if long as you know the title. Sol- Solo. Han Solo. Uh, Han Solo. Jeez, that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, let's do Spaceballs. Uh, gravity. I said that. that was the first oh, one I was said. it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's let's give you the point yes. there. You've got two. I've got one. I am the champion. Look, I think that was all right. I think that was good. What do you reckon? We'll do yeah. that one again? Yeah, let's do that one I'll again. Give another crack. Right now, it's a bit of placebo. Every me and every you, I am the champion. I should be playing I am the champion by Queen. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, I'll do it next time. You're I'll get you next seven. time. You will. <laughs> Audible PFM, Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. It's midweek. It's a horrible weather out there. It's currently 18 degrees in Mornington. Oh, sorry, my phone was going off in the background. Very he's unprofessional. He's on TikTok. He's trying to yeah, I was you know, show see you my how foot. many followers he's got now. <laughs> I was going to show you my foot because I know you're desperate to see my foot twitch. Hey, uh, so the other day I bought some contact lenses on, on the line and there's two different types of uh, professionals that I think are trying to rot the system. And I think it's optometrist and I think it's dentist. And the reason why I think the optometrist because they always say, come in, it's time for your eye check. You've got to come back for your eye check, right? Like all of the time. And especially with contact lenses. You can't buy t- contact lenses in a shop anywhere, which is kind of weird. You have to go to an optometrist, have an eye test, and then they order them for you. Or you can just order them independently yourself. So I bought some independently myself, stuffed up the order, and ordered colored contacts that are black. Wow. Right? So I'm like, oh, my God, do I look evil when I go out now? So I chucked them in. And they're not too bad. You can still see my because I've got blue eyes, but they're quite dark. So it's not too bad. But I keep, you know, people keep staring at me. I'm like, are your eyes really black? What's going on with you? And I'm like, yeah, I ordered the wrong contacts because I'm a smart person. Well, I actually had red ones when I was a vampire for a Maxim party in LA. And really? But they started to irritate my eyes throughout the party and I mm. had to take them out and just throw them in the bin. Yeah. Yeah, the disposable ones aren't great for that sort of thing. They do irritate quite a fair bit. But did they look cool? Did they look real? Oh, they looked amazing. I just really? wish I took a photo. But um, unfortunately, you know, now I read on after that, you know, they can cause impaired vision eye infections and blindness so really? that's great might have done some damage <laughs> yeah but, you know yeah, yeah you live and you learn it's you're only your they're only your eyes you don't like need them for anything no except definitely like, not seeing. hey just after five we've got our interview coming up with maddie daniels it's gonna be good right, yeah i'm looking forward for, to it right now it's talk is miracle on 98.7 if you're gonna save the day all right, we're now joined on the show, first-time guest. I'm excited for this one. It's Lara's good friend, Madison Daniels. She's got a new song out called Crashing to Me with Kelly Reef. I'm excited about this one. Lara, do you want to take this one away? 
Yeah, and congratulations, Maddie, on this amazing achievement. How is it working with New York electronic producer and DJ Kelly Reef on this track? Thank you. Yeah, it's been so good so far. Like, it's a bit of a bummer. I obviously can't meet her in New York, um, but I'm really excited until the world opens up and we can we can get together and and play together as well. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. And what goes into writing a track when, where does your inspiration come from? Well, (laughs) this song, like many other songs, is about a boy. (laughs) (laughs) And we know that you love your boys, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lara. Lara. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, I do love my boys. I actually wrote this one, um, with Study, who helped um, produce, and um, it was about um, over a year ago now, maybe two years ago, and yeah, it was initially meant to be a nice song about a boy, but then it kind of went south, so it kind of turned, it, it really shaped the song and made it what it was, so I'm really As excited. they all do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, it really did shape the song, and um, in the middle of it, it just, yeah, it really, I'm... I'm just grateful for that kind of heartbreak, I guess. Um, I guess you're also an actor. How does acting influence your music? Yeah, so I kind of see all art as the same kind of thing. Like, it's just kind of, it's just always using, just always tapping into what I'm feeling as well. So whether that is acting or painting, like I'm not a good painter, but um, <laughs> writing or singing or whatever, it's just, um, I'm a very expressive emotional. <laughs> sensitive emotional person so I need to get that out somehow and um yeah acting and music is, is my favorite place to get that out yeah and so what would you say your favorite artists are right now oh I listen to so so much music I like to I listen to a lot of I kind of unknown artists as well and kind of try and like fish for new stuff but oh. known artists that I'm kind of like got on repeat at the moment, I'd say Youngblood, Grimes, Coda Blank, Banks. Um, I love Banks too. She's such a sexy lady. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Alexander 23, I love his writing. He's very, um, I guess, specific. I like that. Um, yeah, there's so many artists. I just, I just play so much music all the time. But I, I listen to a lot of old stuff and, and stuff that my dad listens that has, that he has played, <laughs> like, I don't know, Dire Straits and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so some old stuff as well. Of course, yeah. always, always. So with this one, this was a collaboration project, obviously. Uh, do you have any <laughs> do you have any artists that you'd like to work with in the future or dream artists that you'd like to work with? Oh, of course. I I would love to work with Youngblood. I think that would be lit. Yeah, um, Youngblood. <laughs> yeah, I was not like, expecting uh, that. <laughs> I, I have... I have I have a giant crush on him. And oh, really? He's such a punk. Like, he's just kind of like a ball of, like, a lot of people that I grew up loving. Like, I would have been and, like, all these people kind of, like, I just see that all in him. And that was really, really cool. And I feel like it could be very, um, what do you call it? Like, um, just I don't cool, know. Just like, cool to work with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'd like it would be, like, a cool, not contradiction. I forget the word. Like, it would just complement well, I reckon. Yeah. 
So you mentioned that the song is about a boy. Um, have you found during COVID it's quite hard to find inspiration for songs just because, you, you know, you've been more trapped in the house than normal? Uh, are you, do you find yourself looking more in the past or have you got inf- inspiration from, like, oh. Netflix and things? <laughs> no, there's always boys around. Don't yeah. Boys, boys still exist in COVID. So yeah. <laughs> now, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Boys are my only inspiration, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> During that COVID time, which, yeah, super, super, really, really creative time. Um, it didn't, um, didn't phase me at all. Yeah. And you're obviously from the Mornington Peninsula, a Mornington Peninsula girl like me. Um, I love your family. But what do you <laughs> love most about the Mornington Peninsula and, and living down here? Well, I'd say the ocean is like my number one favourite thing in the world. So having that just, you know, down the road is very, very important me anytime I'm not near the ocean I I feel like something's missing so definitely the ocean side of things and then obviously having the whole fam there and just um yeah it's just obviously it's home is home so it's just a really homey vibe and I love being away and then coming back home which feels really good now, now, Maddie, we're going to play a song now. Uh, do you mind sticking around and we'll have a little bit more of a chat here and then we'll play your new single after that how does that sound of course that sounds Beautiful. Sounds good. More with Madison Daniel after this. 98.7 Audible PFM. If you just tuned in, we've got Madison Daniel on the line. She's got a brand new single out called Crashing to Me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be playing it next. Uh, Laura? Yes. So um, I guess, Maddie, where, what can we see next from you? Next, I am dropping a new single called Mental. So, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be... Uh, because you're a little bit mental. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> but aren't we all? For a second, I thought you said menthol, and I'm like, do you like cigarettes or what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. When can we see that? Um, I'll be announcing that soon about the release date and then et cetera, but I'm really, really excited about this one. Perfect. And I guess um, what's the best advice that you've received over the years and who was it from? Best advice ever would be from my pa, pretty simple, but it's just stuck in my brain forever because he was a big influence for me with music and stuff. But he used to just tell me when I was younger all the time, he would just say, you can do anything you set your mind to. And I was a kid and I was like, yeah. But like, he'd be very like, um, he really, he really, really put that into my brain. Like it, it was like a serious thing. Like he said it a lot and that's something that, I believe and I like to try and carry with you people as well yeah and, and take everywhere with me so that's yeah. my favorite thing that's great and what has been the highlight of your career so far was it you know um being at New York Fashion Week was it you know having your single come out um highlight hmm. I mean Neighbours was really fun I love being on set that was awesome um, yeah, any times on set have been awesome. And New York Fashion Week has been really fun. I love fashion. I love <laughs> New York Fashion Week. That was awesome. And But, um, yeah, this release of Tally has um, been really, really awesome. It's really exciting for me. And this is going to be a really, really big release here. So I'm super, super excited. 
So you're so you're up in you're up in Byron Bay at the moment, um, and obviously because of COVID, uh, you know, there's been no live shows going on at the moment. <laughs> Fortunately, we're in a position in Australia where we're really far advanced when it comes to COVID, and we're actually getting live shows and sports events are coming up uh, where it's almost at full capacity. Have you got any uh, live shows coming up anytime in the future? Or well, yeah, definitely for sure. I've I've headed to Byron, so I'm probably going to stick around here for a bit and just yep. bust a lot. So I'm really into the busking scene. I do obviously love, like, normal gigs and stuff, but there's something about busking I just really love. So um, keen to get into that. And then, yeah, later on in the year, as I have more releases kind of trickling out, there will definitely be some shows. Well, the, the last person I was going to speak to at Byron Bay, the last musician I was going to speak to, but I didn't get a chance to, was Tones and I just before Dance Monkey came out. So hopefully mm. a little bit of juju goes off and you can just blow up like she did. Because she's from oh, Morningside yeah. as well. <laughs> that was amazing. It happened so quick, huh? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I know that your van broke down in Byron Bay. So what happened there? Oh, my. Um, it was, I guess, I guess it was kind of a breakdown. Yeah, it wasn't even in Byron. So I, like, I literally got like an hour and a half from my house. And then, <laughs> um, so um, that was cool. And then the next day got back in and like they didn't fix it properly. Probably. Yeah. So I broke down like twice and then I got to Byron and my windscreen, it was like flooding rain and my windscreen vibe stopped working and they, oh, there's been a <laughs> but I'm totally not phased that I kind of love that, like, yeah. Can you write a song about it? You can get a song out of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. My car broke down. Yeah. Everything bad in life <laughs> just turned it into a song. <laughs> um, so we're going to play a game to get to know Madison and Daniel. Um, so let's just spin off some things. Beach or mountains? Beach. Pasta or sushi? Oh, sushi. New York or LA? LA. Love Actually or Mission Impossible? <laughs> Love actually. Never seen Mission Impossible. Well, I love it. Uh, a bit of Tom Cruise is always good. Um, Harry Styles or Frank Ocean? Frank Ocean. Guitar or piano? Guitar. Adidas or Nike? Nike. <laughs> you paused Nike. then. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon? You paused then on Nike? Yeah, because I was like, Nike. I don't say Nike, like Nike. Uh, I say oh. Adidas, so no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's very Canadian of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Nike, Nike, Nike. Okay. Yeah, dog or cat? Ooh, dog. Shrek or the Hulk? Shrek. <laughs> uh, so, Lara, how do you guys even know each other? How do Did you, you want to take this one away, Maddie? Um, we met, well, what am I, 23? We met when I was... Literally 14, so maybe <laughs> about nine years ago at acting school in Melbourne. Really? Um, yeah, we were doing acting class together, and um, then a few years later, Lara was living in LA, and I was going over, and you, um, you I took her under my wing. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really took me under your wing, like a mama bear. So that was, um, or sister, sister. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean she gets any? Does that mean she gets a percentage if you blow up? Oh, of course, we've already discussed. Yeah, <laughs> royalties. Yeah. You know, I always said that I would love to manage her. She's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and Lara is just the best at that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm very kind of you know I'll tell people off and get stuff done. That's me. Yeah. All right, so Maddie, so if people want to uh, keep in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Just jump on your socials. What are your socials? Um. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's 
M-A-D-S-D-E-E or just type Madison Daniel or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, on Spotify, all the places that you'll find anyone, yep. I'll be there. Sounds good. All right, well, Maddie, thanks for uh, thanks for joining the show. We're going to play your new single now, Crashing to Me. Uh, and, uh, yeah, best of luck for the future, and hopefully you can come back and have a chat to us soon. Uh, how positive. Brenna Mars, Mario, 98.7, Audible PFM. It is 5.30 and 18 degrees in Mornington. Now, about that song, I, was, I said to you just before we came back, I'm going to say something random. He mentions uh, we're going to drink some dancing juice. And I'm like, what's this dancing juice he's talking about? <laughs> so it's rum and ginger ale. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try because I'm a huge fan of Bruno Mars. And it's delicious. Next time you're out, try a little bit of rum and ginger ale. Dancing yeah, juice. I'll think of you while I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll want to marry me afterwards, but I'm just saying. I don't think so. No, no. but <laughs> There's a chance. I'll spike it. No. <laughs> yeah. So uh, COVID, let's talk about COVID. You got some updates for us? <laughs> sure. Um, so the update with COVID on Friday is from 6 p.m. on Friday, Victoria, relax. Relax. It's COVID safe restrictions. Yeah. Can I please talk? Is yeah. that okay? Or um, No face masks in retail settings. Victorians can have and host up to 100 people at their home per day, which is great for me because my friend is actually getting married on Saturday and she's getting married on the beach and it's going to be raining. So to yeah. be able to have that at her parents' house now with everyone is going to be great. Yep. Um, but you still have to wear your mask in Ubers and public transport. So okay. That's all right. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. I feel like, you know, we're getting there. Yeah. Although I'm going to be a little bit sad about the mask because whenever I go to a supermarket, there's usually someone that cuts me off. You know, like <laughs> I call it a uh, human human road rage, basically. When they cut me off, they just stand with their trolley in the way, and I can swear at them underneath my mask, which I do quite. I'm like, and I mouth it, <laughs> and no one knows what I'm doing. So I'm going to kind of miss the mask in that sense. Also, if you've got like a gross pimple or something on your face, yes, I, I had some bad skin the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah. I can kind of get mask. away with this. I don't have to put concealer on. <laughs> and also, I'm looking forward to having 100 people at my house every single day because I was like doing 50 a day, and yeah, because we're just bags. so popular, so popular. Yeah, you know, parties every day. It's going to be great. Hey, we're going to go a bit uh, chilled now. A little bit of Chris Stapleton. And Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, a bit of country. You're on 98.7 with Matt and Lara. 98.7 Audible PFM. Matt and Lara for your drive home. Taking you right through to 6 o'clock tonight. Currently 17 degrees in Mornington. That's just horrible. I'm not enjoying outside at the moment. I keep getting... <laughs> well, luckily we're inside. <laughs> I keep waking up sweaty and it's all gross and it's not good at all. Now, a little bit earlier in the show, in case you missed it, Lara and I had a little bit of a, mu- a movie competition. Uh, we, we were going back and forth <laughs> trying to figure out the, as many titles as we can based on a, a category or a genre. Now, uh, we're going to go round two. So who technically won the first one? I got two. You in... did. Okay. Okay, you don't need to right. have me announce it again. Now, I did uh, Google some Weekend at Bernie's for you because you said that movie had gangsters mm-hmm. in it and you were correct. Oh, well, thank you so much. So, so we actually tied. It was a 2-1, two, 2-1. One, two, one. You got that one and I got the other two. All right. Thank well, you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So what is the next category? All right. It is movies with robots. Movies with robots. Okay. Yeah, you can start this one off. Oh, okay. You're feeling confident now, mm. eh? Okay. Uh, let's do a little bit of iRobot. Terminator. Uh, uh, d- does it count if it's animated? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Terminator. Uh, Star Wars. Wally. Uh, movies with robots. Bicentennial Man. <laughs> Uh, the Matrix. With the robots? Yeah. With robots. They're robots. Okay. Uh, movies with robots. Um, uh, 
Lost in Space. Robocop. He's a half man, half robot, isn't he? Uh, maybe it's the robots. Uh, I think you're a sword lo- and loser. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of another one. You might have me here. Uh, yeah, no, I'll give you All that right. one. That, that one is mine. Bravo, bravo. Okay, second one is movies starring a famous comedian. Oh, this could go forever. I know. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Robin Williams, uh, Patch Adams. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go with... Billy Madison. Jim Carrey, Liar Liar. Dumb and Dumber. Steve Carell, 40-year-old virgin. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, let's go with Evan Almighty. Amy Schumer, Trainwreck. Uh, okay, let's go with Bridesmaids. Uh, this could go, this honestly, Steve this could Martin, go Steve Martin, Father of the Bride. Steve Martin. Okay, let's go with a, another Adam Sandler movie and go with uh, Fifty First Dates. Ooh, okay. Uh, let's go with... Literally, um, you could say any comedy movie. <laughs> I know. Um, damn it. Oh, comedy, comedy, comedy. Why are you shutting down the raw? Okay, uh, you won that one. Called that one. All right. One, one. That was easy. Okay, movies where someone gets eaten. Okay. (laughs) So dark. Um, Let's go with Jurassic Park. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Let's go with Finding Nemo. Hannibal. Someone gets eaten in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Oh, gross. Uh, Yeah, Hannibal. That's a good one. Uh, Someone gets eaten, 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 eaten. No, I don't know. All right, Bravo, bravo! <laughs> You've leveled one. it up. You've leveled it up. Oh, we go. You go another one. Oh well, I was. Just I was going to do best of three. No, we'll go another one. I was going to do a tune, but oh, we'll do. Okay. A, we'll do one more. Okay, movies beginning with B. Movies that begin with B. Let's go with B movie. Uh, babe. Bicentennial Man. Back to the Future. Uh, Back to the Future 2. No, uh, let's go with Bumblebee. Uh, Batman. Oh, that's a good one. Babel or Babel. Babel? Babel? Babel. The one with. Oh, yes, yes. I love that movie. Yeah, good movie. Bad Santa. Oh. Bridge over River Kwai. Yes. Bridesmaids. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> um, uh, bend it like Beckham. Oh. Oh, I think you've got me there. Okay. All right. You're fun. the winner for that the day. Fun. That was fun. That was yeah, good. Yeah, it I was great. It. That was good. I mean, weekend and Bernie's <laughs> got to run. I hate losing. I'm very competitive, I'm but sorry. I'll give it to you. Yeah. We'll do that again next week, I reckon. That was a good one. That's yeah, a it's keeper. fun. It's Adam Gilchrist. All right, now we're doing a bit of uh, one of the greatest tunes of all time, a bit of Funky Town. What Ooh, do you reckon? I love a bit of Funky Town. Who doesn't? 98.7, Audible Paper. Body, Loud Luxury, 98.7, Audible PFM, Lara and Matt. Uh, and it's come to the end of the show, Lara. This happens like every <laughs> single week. It's really sad. Uh, but before we go, I just want to have a little chat to you a little bit about tattoos. Thoughts, mm. feelings, what do, you, what do you think about tattoos? Well, my parents said I wouldn't be in the will if I ever got a tattoo. 
Wow. So my dad is a doctor, so he was like, oh, you could get infected and da-da-da. Uh, and they basically said, and they were very stern, you mm. will not be in the will if okay. you get a tattoo. Okay. So I almost want to go on a drunken night and just get a tattoo despite them yeah. and see what their reaction is. Could you just get like a little dot that looks like a mole and be like, well, technically I do have a tattoo. Technically it's a freckle. Yeah. <laughs> technically it's a mole. <laughs> no, they would not. Because I was yeah. contemplating getting one uh, before COVID, but I'm a bit of a wuss and I can't really commit to it because apparently what you're meant to do with tattoos is think about what you want and sit on it for like a year. And if you still wow. want it after a year, then you should definitely get it. But I can't really commit to a, a design. Um, I've got a... Uh, <laughs> what weird. are you thinking, though? Well, I've got a drawing that my dad did years ago, and it's very abstract. It's a doodle, essentially, uh, and that's really cool. But I just don't know if I want to commit to having that on my body. Like, if I could get... Because it's quite a large, It's like an A3 bit of paper, so it's bigger than a normal sheet of paper. And I'm like, uh, you know, if I can get it smaller somewhere... But I don't really want to, you know, commit to, you know, getting my whole back done or something like Would that. Would you be okay as an old man and if if you had that tattoo looking back and being like, oh, yeah, I did the right thing? Mm, good question. Uh, I don't know because there's going to be obviously a generation of people coming through. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be old people <laughs> that have got tattoos covered all over their body. Uh, depending where it is, I think it should be fine. Like I think if you've got it somewhere that's not, you know, not a tramp stamp. Not a tramp stamp. Although I don't think that many people would see it if I'm 90. You know, I don't think the old lady. <laughs> you never know. You might be the, you know, the resident who gets yeah, it all. The swinging man. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've done some research though. Like uh, we were saying off air, it's confusing that people just walk into tattoo parlors and just pick something off the wall and go, "Oh, yeah. I'm that." Um, because I want someone to do it that's a proper artist. Like I don't want, you know, I want to do a collab with them. I don't want to just pick up something off a wall and get a tribal tattoo that means nothing to me. I know. And what if, you know, it means something really horrible and then mm. you go, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm got, offending everyone fried, around me. Yeah, we've got like fried rice in, chat, in, in Chinese tattooed on my end. It's like Asian people coming up, they go, you got fried rice on your arm. It's like, yeah, sorry, I don't know what <laughs> Embarrassing. Very embarrassing.